but how many stores need to get it for you to have a chance? Like, you know, it's still, let's say, I don't know, like Joe Fresh Goods, like a bunch of stores got it. Do you still, do you have a chance? I mean, doesn't seem like it. No. Well, I want the double taps a lot more than Joe's pair. So. <laughs> yeah, I get that, trust me. That's a pair that's opsy, like it's roller coaster ride for like the demand and the want. And it's so polarizing that collab. It's crazy. W taps, though, people seem to be pretty good on it. See, that's, see, that's the kind of thing that I like. <laughs> and this isn't a shot at Justin, but like, because I know you've okay. been a long, a long time New Balance sub subscriber. But like, so for me, when I think of New Balance collabs, like, or even New Balance like releases, especially made in the USA stuff, I think subtle, low key, you know, um, you know, cool, cool color palettes, right? That aren't like over the top. Because Todd Snyder was never like that. J Crew collabs were never like that. Um, Concepts was probably the farthest out of the box and even they're not like that so when I see something like the double taps pair I'm not like I'm not like disappointed I'm not like oh I thought there was going to be more color I thought there was going to be like this this bigger like you know multi rainbow 3m all this stuff I'm like it's a cool color like it's a cool gray like I've never seen that kind of gray really used on a new balance well, it's it's multi-tonal also it's not yeah. just one shade of gray so exactly it's like this it's it's sort of like the cl colorway in that like you know the cl colorway is is very is very distinct but it's not like normal gray right so i don't know i like the double taps i think it's cool um i'm 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 obviously one of those people that likes a tonal shoe like with you know a lot of a lot of cool tones and just you know stays within the same sort of frame a reference of color but um it always disappoints me when people are like oh man they could have did more on this new balance collaboration and i'm like do you know who new balance is <laughs> do you know what new balance collaborations have looked like like this is this yeah. is what they do this is this is sort of the wheelhouse right like you're you're rarely gonna get like a rainbow colored new balance you know collab yeah, and it's like explaining a, a joke, like why a joke is funny to somebody. It's like just, it, it takes a little bit away from it when you have to. It's like, it's, and not everybody gets it. I mean, that's just how it is. Like you said, if you follow New Balance, if you know New Balance, you get why they do what they do. And you also know that they're branching out. So it's not like, you know, you can't have one kind of plainer, more conservative, more low key. No, it's okay. You can have that because you'll you'll get your wilder Joe Fresh good stuff too, and you'll yeah. have other options. Or GRs of plenty with color in them. Or you oh, can yeah. go back years and you can see lots of plenty of rainbow, plenty of colorful stuff uh, that may not have been hyped, but it's there. It's out there if you want it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of my favorite uh, New Balance pairs that actually have really good colorways are the GRs. They, I mean, yeah. New Balance is, in my opinion, New Balance's design team is definitely the best if not one of the best in the in the industry so that's just my and it's growing it's expanding they're they're getting a lot of college kids with their um oh gosh who's their partnership with the um the designs school totally Is that blank. The, the are they doing something with pencil or pencil yes exactly they're okay. i mean it seems like they're every six months they're running another one and they're grabbing okay. talent from that 
and keep really chomping at the bit to be with New Balance now. I think New Balance is one of the more sought after, partly because of the expanding lifestyle, basketball, you mm. got team sports, you got numeric skateboarding yeah. with the baseball. And the cool thing is with them, if you do basketball or team sports, they're not just saying you have to stay in that lane. You can actually branch out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just do basketball. You can do basketball, baseball, lacrosse, uh, and really go crazy with it. So it's pretty unique. Yeah, that's the way, because the guy that did the Refined Future Pack, right? He started off doing like GRs. And I mean, it is, a, it is a GR, but ultimately, you know, he branched out and got to do like his own thing. So. <laughs> Oh are you guys both reaching us okay no so you're... what are you talking about i would never do that <laughs> uh, of course i'm the one left out because for me personally it, it didn't really you know I, I don't know i guess it didn't really click for me i, I mean i thought it was cool but I, I just had other things that i knew were coming that i wanted more so that one, really grew on me that one fell for me into the category of if I don't buy it, I probably won't see it. So if I can get it, get it, and then worry about what to do with it later. And hey, I'm I'm keeping it. I mean that that happens. We've yeah. I'm sure we've all been there. Tell me you've been there. You have to. Oh have yeah, it. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good shoe. I like it. I like the materials on it. It was a lot better than um I initially anticipated it would be. I didn't know how good they were going to make like the phrase and you know how well it was going to sort of hold up but they're really cool the popping just a little bit of color I wish the outsole would stay like that but oh well I mean that's fine but the part that impressed me the most is like the collar feel how soft that is that's like that's as soft as as it gets yeah that takes you back to what they did with like the really expensive like actual 2002 whether or not they were going for that, I don't know, but ooh, I was impressed. Very the only thing that the only thing that bothered me about the shoe that I didn't notice from pictures was the tongue. Um, the leather tongue kind of threw me, and because it's not like great quality leather, which is no. which is which is kind of part of the problem. And then because they have like this exposed sort of look, the bottom. Like when I like when I wore them the first time, I wore like no show socks. So that is really like Rubbing really it. abrasive. Yeah, it rubs like right on right on your foot. So it, it, it's it kind of turned it. down and there's a rough edge. I could feel it. Yeah. 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 So that was my only that was my only disappointment because I thought that it was going to be all soft. If that was all soft or if the tongue wasn't exposed, it would be fine. But that one little like, edge. That's how they got that effect, I guess, the kind of unfinished. However, they want to look at it. Yeah, Virgil-esque. Oh, right. It's supposed to oh, be. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it's supposed to be shoes falling apart, right? So that's the yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still liked uh, Mr. Bembury's uh, pairs more, but that's just me. It'd be nice if I could get a pair, but you know, you know how that. Goes. <laughs> yeah, that 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 size thirteen, man. It's uh it's rough. Ooh. Yeah. It, definitely rough yeah. i made up for it this time but it i decided to pay it forward rather than rather than like hold on to a pair and use them for leverage of yeah. course now he announces like he announces another pair 
like literally the day the day that my second pair of these gets gets delivered <laughs> to the person that I helped out. I thought out. you didn't like those, David. What? I thought you didn't like those. The yurt. Oh, the yurt is the yurt. Uh, it's not a new model. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be a new. It, I it, it was looks be like a new two thousand two R. Oh, I, I didn't think it was a two thousand two R. It looked like something different altogether, but it looked like a. The, the sole is definitely different. I mean, that's the part oh, that gets and, and the, the tongue is also boring. different compared to the yeah. other ones I've seen. So it's definitely a different model. But yeah. I, I thought you didn't like it in the photos, David. No, I thought, so I just saw the box today and I thought he was teasing another 2002R. Oh. Oh. No, no. I don't know if you saw the, the sequential because he put like the... Yeah. Well, I think he was just showing off his clubs. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think he was showing that, yeah, they all kind of match or go together. But yeah, that, I, I don't what, think that's what would lead me to think that that's what people I think that's what people thought, but I don't think they actually do. I think he was no. just showing off. But. Yeah, well, yeah. Because, I mean, the water and the canyon, I don't think that really goes, there's, it's not really much of a connection other than nature. But Well, peace be the journey. Water be the guide, and then yurt. And yurt, yeah. It just seamless flow, yeah. Completely. <laughs> so, so the whole the whole thing, you end up getting your journey is guided to the yurt. <laughs> we'll see what he does with that. I mean, he he's got to have some kind of plan. I but it guess. definitely looked like a, a gray sneaker this time. So, should be interesting. Yeah, it'll th this will be a good test of what kind of power he has as far as his reach and I mean the, the was it the Anta collab he did uh, mm. that did well that was hot but that that was I don't know, that was something this this is just a little too mm, I, I don't know maybe it'll grow on me but I'm just not feeling it it looks too funky. So here's my thing I think I think every collaborator everyone that has been working with New Balance now. We'll, we will see their staying power if if MB1 truly comes back, because okay. like for me, if 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 I if I miss on something, I'm not gonna feel as bad because I'm just gonna go by make an MB1. Like I'm not gonna care. It's not gonna bother me one bit, right? So like, I think that's gonna be like the defining thing because um, the hardcore New Balance people they just want like cool shoes from New Balance that nobody else has or are just going to gravitate to NB1 and then everybody else is still going to just you know sort of perpetuate the the collaborate the collaborate you know releases and that's that's fine by me I mean yeah. I can I'd like to chase the collaborations but at the same time like it's just ridiculous right now with the releases like they're just they're just so impossible there's just nothing yeah. I mean, it was it was nice when it was just chasing collabs, but then you got to chase the refined future pack, and then all those nine ninety red tabs, and I'm sure I'm gonna forget like I'm forgetting a bunch, but it's like everything now is just super limited, sought after, the must have thing, and you can't you can't get anything without just going crazy. I mean, it's yeah. it's too much. So I mean, at least. At least there were collabs and there was the stuff you can get, but now it's like, what's left? 574s? Here's from 10 years ago that are going to crack that people are dumping? I don't know. I know. It's, it's so wild. And that, now you just got to wait for sales on the European store so you can get some UK pairs for cheap. 
that reminds me i got that i got it behind me somewhere that um that 1300 or not 1300 the 1500 lib i think you posted uh, that link the, got a minute. thank you oh Big yeah work. yeah that, that was actually a really really good price that was a that crazy was, good price you know what if i could find the 577 for around that price i'd be thrilled but i was oh, glad i thought you got them both no just the 1500 yeah, i mean, they I'll only take... had the 1500 on sale that time so yeah, which I don't think I've even seen the 577 in my size anymore. I might have missed the boat, which whatever, it's fine. I'll They've be been right. selling out like 577s, they go. Like, I'm surprised. Like, 1500s used to be the model that like didn't sit, but now 575, 577s are the ones that are like, like they drop and they're gone. Like, and then they're the 1500 better. is there. They're doing better colors with them. I mean, yeah. they used to do like yeah. such kind of plain stuff and there was that toe puff but yeah i guess ever since the yard pack or around that time when they got a lot sleeker mm -hmm. people know about it you know they, they're doing a much better job with it so yeah i think the what was it they did like the three collabs with the five seven sevens yeah with, uh, stuff and uh high stability yeah yeah those those really ever since then it's just been like Five seven sevens have just been so on a sad. on a run. You reminded me of my sadness from the the Hannon five seven seven. Uh, I tried so hard to get those. Uh, they're so they're so damn high now in the resale value. Uh, it's, I I was thrilled to win it. I've never won another. Uh, I got the SNS and the Hannon one back to back. I was like, you gotta be kidding! I couldn't believe wow. it. Yeah, my I, my friend I, picked up the SNS pair for me from LA. And, nice. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, the hand and pair was definitely the one I wanted the most. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Probably the best. It was the best one. Yeah, by far the certificate. Like that was a throwback to the old days. I really mm. appreciated what they did with that, with that um certificate of authenticity and the numbered on there, and just nice. how beautiful the shoe was. I mean, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Definitely. Sorry. <laughs> yeah just just don't just don't bring it on any live videos and i'll be okay <laughs> oh i'm sure you i'm sure you i'm sure you've made up for it somewhere with a raffle winner or, 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 and see it, it, I, I can't get everything so can't get them all yeah there's not enough room behind you you think there is but there isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to actually walk around my apartment too so right it's overrated I the quarters in 10 years it's overrated trust me <laughs> yeah but it's uh it's it's definitely hoping hoping that i'll be lucky with the double taps we'll see good luck man yeah definitely thanks you you go for 11 or 11 and a half no me no i'm a i'm a nine nine so. oh geez i thought you were yeah. way no no I, i'm small foot <laughs> i'm small foot. sample size you're lucky oh my god <laughs> no. i'm i'm ronnie sample size <laughs> I mean, sample size is like nine, nine and a half. Yeah. Close enough. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. 11 and a half. I'm not anywhere near. I've had people offer me samples. They'll be like, I got this sample. What size do you look at my feet? And I'm like, you really are asking me what size are you? <laughs> Come on, you sell shoes. You, you don't have an idea that I'm nowhere close. What are you doing to me? Unless it's like a basketball player sample. Like, <laughs> I have, shoot, I got a basketball player sample. I got a couple just because I wanted them. Like that, like it's not even gonna fit on the screen. I mean, compared to, I mean, it's hard to tell, but it's it's like 
Darius Baisley's game-worn shoes. Like, it's not even close. Oh, wow. Not even close to the size, but shoot. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do to get a good pair. So. Yeah, that's a bad call. Nice. What size are those? 14? 14 and a half. Uh, and I know, like, one guy who's that size who works for New Bounce, too. It's like, ooh, yeah, you can't have mine, but <laughs> you know where to look, at least. Like, you Darius, maybe he'll hook you up. He's yeah. an guy where he i've heard stories of him going to like new balance stores um and the first time i saw like one of his pe's like in the wild was he went to a new balance store in i think oklahoma city i'm pretty sure and one of the guys there he like gave or he gave the store a left and a right of one of his pe's signed both of them i guess the manager took one the other one's in the store and it's like how can i pry those away from you they're never giving them up no Never. That's one of the things that you know is out there, and you you just you, you just like you, it's like like I know someone who has it, but I'm never getting anywhere. <laughs> Short of that store like closing and <laughs> having to like liquidate. Yeah, exactly. Liquidate well, someone all will probably someone will probably take them, and yeah, maybe if they get desperate enough. That's true. I should look at that. That's not a bad idea. I hope they don't. Let me preface it. <laughs> I hope they don't. But if they do, why shouldn't I have them? That's a good point. Definitely. You know, yeah, we don't want to deprive another city in, in America of a New Balance store. So. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, so I've heard different stories. And you know that guy um, in Santa Monica, the David uh, Josh Abernathy, I think his last name is? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. His store was going through some turmoil where New Balance basically for years, early 2000s, all those guys who own the New Balance stores were licensees. And New Balance, literally, I went to a New Balance meeting, all the managers and all the store owners were New Balance representative higher up there was like, you guys know how to run New Balance stores. Like we, we do shoes, you guys do retail, and we'll leave it like that. Fast forward 10, 15 years later, it's like New Balance wants to control the entire experience. They want to own all the store. They want to push those guys out, whether or not they'll say that. I mean, of course not. They'll never admit that. But yeah, they want basically all the those licensees gone because it's a different experience in each licensed store. I get why they want to do it. I get More it. Margins, control the experience, control who gets what. But yeah. The yeah, problem is like you chase away your loyal customers when you do that, right? Like, like because I'm, I will call Josh or I will call Matt, like if I if I really want something, and they have that relationship where they will both reach out, you know, as well as other stores will reach out and say, "Hey, we're getting these. Are you interested?" And I'll go yes or no. And I think that that type of connection is something that like the corporate. The corporate model doesn't really recognize and they don't have like a system to sort of sort of you know maintain that unless it's like influencers or something and that's i mean it's like ridiculous you know with that so completely oh influencers are the worst where I, i've i've tried to look like i know things will get seeded special packs of whatnot special things and I actively try to find who has them and I can't I don't even know where to find these things these people these influencers it's yeah you they don't tag stuff they'll put something in a story and who knows what happens to it and I've purchased things from influencers they're, I mean they're they don't appreciate oh I mean thankfully those influencers get this cool stuff and I can you know, <laughs> let you link up with them but it's like damn you're not supposed to be doing that like we're like 
where's the appreciation for what you're getting? Some people won't. I know. Others are like, yeah, yeah, it's all you, man. Here's, you know, here's what I want for it. Boom. And I like I I remember the first thing that the first pack that I really, really liked that they did that I noticed like only influencers really got was the the grade A when they did like the bucket. Yep. With the with the 997S and the 997. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was such a cool pack. And I was like, oh, I just want one. Like I want one. And like I couldn't get one. And I'm like, really? I can't get like I'm gonna wear it. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'll post it a hundred times. Like I don't care. And then they. Then this year they did the that box with all the red tags, right? And they only did three of them. Yeah. There's only three of those. Only three of those got made. So it's like That's crazy. I can't believe there's only three of those. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who, yeah. Who can even see that? I mean, it's. I think I saw did, one. Uh, we saw one, yeah. right? I thought we saw two. Poggy got one. And I don't yeah. know who got Wasn't, the other. I thought, I thought Joe got one. Really? I thought I had seen it in Joe's high, uh, feed, IG feed. I, I wouldn't I, be surprised. You're probably right, because I know I saw it, and that's probably who I would have seen it from. I'm surprised that, like, like Ronnie wouldn't get one. Or... I, no, he did. he did. He did. I thought he did, too, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So is that the three? Like... Like Teddy I mean, didn't get one. <laughs> well, maybe uh, Teddy Dion made his own pack. Like, how did Dion not get that? Get that box? Teddy made his own pack. That's what he did. <laughs> he was like fourth on the list. He almost, almost got one. <laughs> you, you know, he's got like some like backdoor pack that uh, nobody knows of because it, it's just his. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So oh yeah oh i can imagine the samples and the color oh good time to hit him up slide into his dm see what he can get you know make happen there yeah i mean next year Scott he's gonna have everything so yeah oh yeah oh he'll have some insane stuff i'm sure and then years down the line he'll probably post it and like this is what could have been and it's gonna be like well why didn't you just make that come on <laughs> yeah my, my 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 question is gonna be how much like what is he going to send to his you know to his clothing brand like is he actually going to funnel some of the stuff that he designs at new balance into his clothing brand i wonder or is he going to like design things specifically for his clothing brand through new balance he's got to have some kind of if i don't know if new balance is smart enough but they got to have something written out where they have that division or Mm. or some kind of arrangement because if they don't then it could cause a lot of problems well, that's, yeah. I don't know if New Balance is smart enough. I don't know if they would anticipate things. So, but. yeah, I, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely, even though I'm a bit hesitant, you know, I'm not really, I honestly don't think they need Teddy, but I, I am definitely generally curious about what's going to happen starting next year. So, yeah, I mean, the, the clothing has needed help for years. Oh, years. Dude, he'll, he'll kill the clothing. I know yeah. he'll kill the clothing. That's, that's so. what they need. They don't need yeah. the footwork thing. They seem to be just fine there. And they have yeah. more than enough designers and people. But the, the clothing, the quality, mm, it, yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of help. A but lot. It, they but, had but point. the problem is I'm, I'm worried it's going to go the route of Ame and be, like, super expensive and yeah. money. I, I I don't know. I don't I don't think New Balance is gonna let it go too expensive because they know they know they know they have a to you know they know that they have to reach a certain crowd and I think they understand you know the 
the limits that the crowd that they're trying to reach has, and I don't think they're going to go the way Ame is. So that's just my opinion, though. But it's it's gonna... the funny thing is it's made in the USA, right? So he's he's had it made in the USA. So I'm curious if if he's touching clothing, is all the clothing now made in the USA, or is the clothing that he does just made in the USA, or is he not responsible for anything? that's not produced in the US. Because if it's all made in the USA, that's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be a significant price hike, you know, especially if it's clothing, because, you know, we all know that made in the USA stuff usually costs a little bit more. Mm -hmm. The existing t-shirts that are made in USA for New Balance are about 50 bucks. Are they really? Yeah, sweatshirts around, I wanna say 90 to 100. Yeah, yeah. But they also have non-made in USA stuff in that price point. I mean, this yeah. stuff, the clothing prices have hiked significantly for New Balance in the past few years. Yeah. Uh, yeah definitely have. going for profit margins. Like, they have to hit these profit margins. And I think that they're looking at clothing to kind of boost up. I mean, they're looking at hitting clothing as a certain percentage of sales. I mean, they're, they have yeah. ambitious for their clothing. O- overly yeah. ambitious, really. Um, losing their uh, LFC deal definitely hurt their clothing line because they sold a lot. A lot. No yeah. question. So yeah. they have to be somewhere. Yeah, I'm surprised that they lost that deal. That was like... Yeah. I mean, Nike outmaneuvered. Yeah, Nike outmaneuvered. They made a play that I didn't think they would. They threw all that money on the table and Nike was able to throw out their licensing and or their... Uh, uh, their marketing arms and LeBron and Venus and Serena, all that stuff, they're able to say, yeah, you put out money, but we're putting the same money and we'll raise you our global empire and our reach. And it's like, yeah, nothing you can do. Doesn't LeBron own a piece of Liverpool? I think so. I think so. I, I'm not positive, but I think there's some, I think, but, oh, of, is it Liverpool or Manchester? Oh, I'm maybe sure. it is. Maybe it's Man. Maybe it is Manchester. It's a football club, yeah. Yeah. They're all the same to me. So I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he was part of the Red Sox too. Yeah, see, well, there you go. Branching out. And that's a that's a big new bounce tie-in. Jeez. Are yeah. we foreshadowing a jump for LeBron to <laughs> please don't? <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh my god. Oh man. Don't do that. See, please after don't. he retires from the NBA, he he jumps right into a pair of MBs. <laughs> right. Why not? Dude. I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> Justin. Yeah, I, I know you like those. You got to do oh, it. Oh. What do you mean? I, I have the They're up there so pair. What are you talking about? They're so good. <laughs> They're literally like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what they what they did, what they're on this year, but the shadows that they've done this year, the Shadow 6000s that Sakami has done, they're just... Yeah. They're unbelievable. Um, I mean, I think I bought the last, the last two that I got are just, the quality is just insane from even like nine months ago. It's, it's crazy. Um, the, the suede is like as thick as, as thick as like a made in the USA New Balance suede. Um, and it's just, I, I mean, it's probably, it's probably one of the, one of the coolest shoes this year. And the price point makes it so, I don't know, very like attractive, right? Like 110 bucks and, you know, you're getting the same quality as you would with a new balance. 
So instead of waiting around for a New Balance to go on sale <laughs> and yeah. hoping that you'll get it in your size, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm really impressed. Um, um, I, I know a couple of things that they're doing coming up the end of the year, which would be cool. Uh, I think Trinidad James, his, his collaboration looks pretty cool. Um, it's a jazz book. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a bit. I'm not that happy about that that model. But it's, it's just university. Not a, you got to do it. It's just not much. It's not really a model I want. I, I, I you know, I rather go for one of the you know shadow five thousand, six thousand. You know, that's that's what I like. So the jazz is the jazz is essentially there to me. The jazz is their five seven four. Sure. Yep. And just like the 574, I can I can usually leave that too. Very rare exceptions, but like, I mean, made in USA being a kind of a big exception there. Like a good made in USA 574, there's something to be said for it. Yes. Still kind of still kind of off limits to me. That's that's just gonna happen. They're gonna protect MB1. It's gonna be 574s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not paying 160 dollars for made in USA 574. So. No. That's out. I mean, there's a limit. So yeah, I mean, um, but it does. Yeah, the quality and the shape in a made in USA 574 is it's pretty darn nice. I haven't, ha I haven't, I haven't had one in hands. I've seen a couple of pictures of them, and they look good, but they're nice. I mean, if you come across one, you shouldn't go out of your way to get one. But if you have an opportunity to see one, for sure. I mean, they're, no, I mean, they're yeah. I they're bought nice. the uh, the pride pair. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very you. nice. I, I, I love the variety of materials they uh, they put on that pair. That, that was that was, cool. a, that was made? Made in USA? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Huh. Yeah, that, that's why the price point was high. <laughs> I think I only have one 574 and it's not really a 574. <laughs> yeah, what, are you talking about the S? No, that's not an S. That's oh, the that's, AM that's the, the boat shoe. <laughs> the skate shoe, I think the AM five seventy fours. Yeah, yeah, I think it's an AM. Yeah. They, they they remind me more of like boat shoes, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> they're really nice. They're really they're really comfortable. Um, and the price point was it was it crazy? I was surprised. Um, I was surprised that they sat because they were like collaboration, you know. Yeah, well, I like I mean, the insole print. I think it's. I think it's cool. You know, when the collaboration is with somebody that nobody knows, then those collaborations usually sit. So, well, no one knew who Double Taps was. <laughs> they dropped their first collaboration, right? Uh, I don't know. I have an inkling that there was a decent amount of people who knew what and who Double Taps was before uh, their nine nine twos. I mean, maybe, but like they they did a couple of Reebok collabs before, and they sat. Or oh, they I mean, I'm not even talking about the shoes though. But I mean, even just the clothing, you know. I think a good amount of people knew about what kind of company Double Taps was. So. Yeah, I thought I thought they were more akin to like a uh, reigning champ. Mm, I always think of them more as like a like a little more high end. Well, no, they're definitely high end. 
but they're also like I, I feel like they're allowed to do like a lot of military kind of stuff military uh, color tones um, and then it's not like exactly military style but they I feel like they like to take a lot of inspiration from military style when they make their collections at least in the past that's that's always the feeling that I got yeah yeah it seems like they they gravitate towards a lot of gray olives things like that yeah yeah they're very much in that uh single color but multi-tonal kind of thing they like to yeah. do that a lot yeah. yeah that's a good transition into what I wanted to talk about which is like shops that shops that were really big like when I first started getting back into sneakers and getting into runners specifically there were a lot of like really cool shops that seemed to like drop some stuff that seemed to be really timeless now um and they seem to be gone not not gone but they just don't do collaborations and they don't do anything that's seemingly noteworthy um and the 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 biggest shop for me that seems to have fallen off and maybe it's just not maybe it's just me and maybe I'm not paying attention but bait um and Eric you're I think you're close to their store right yep they they did like so many crazy ASICs collaborations back in the day um and arguably arguably to me they are one of the one of the brands that really sort of has a solidified past with 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 like ASICs. And so they're one of the shops that I was thinking of in terms of like, like where have they been? Like how come we haven't gotten like a cool ASICs collab? Like it's weird that that the Gel Light 3 is kind of coming back a little bit. And you know, they haven't, they haven't, they haven't come back to do anything. They didn't do anything for the anniversary. Um and I know they're still around and they get like low-key like cool stuff um, and they do low-key collabs too still like they did that collab with Mizuno oh that's yep. right yeah it was that Deadpool but it was a horrible yep. color to be honest it was, it was, it was I saw it in person and the, the, the material the quality was just it was atrocious it was oh, it was for 170 bucks it was yeah. really bad damn that that's really bad. Here. yeah because and I've seen yeah I've seen good things from them and I've seen good things from Mizuno, but that's up. Yeah, nothing you can do. I mean, Bait, Bait is one of those shops that, you know, they get kind of crapped on for just pumping out like a ton of collabs as they've done in the past and a mm. lot of kind of silly stuff. But you look at what they've done with the um, all the Marvel stuff, all the like the cartoon Astro Boy, uh, Pink Panther, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on from there. Uh, where's Waldo? Which was kind of eh, whatever. Masters yeah. of the Universe. Yeah, and they had the mm-hmm. they had that whole DreamWorks, right? Yeah, DreamWorks had, had had a deal with them, right? Yep, they did a yeah. Shrek. Uh, yeah, my favorite was Jurassic Park. But... Yeah, I'm sure you can go to the shop and still get like the the Japanese T-shirts, Jurassic Park logo. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty cool. But like you look at that and it's kind of a joke, kind of silly, like people don't really take it as seriously as they should. Mm. But then you see Kith do Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Rugrats. And you're like, well, 
that kind of paved the way. Bait kind of paved the way because I don't remember Kid doing that before Bait did. Like, Bait doesn't get yeah. the credit for kind of innovating. And now all these other brands here and there do that too. And it's like, interesting. So, Bait was kind of ahead of its time in its own yeah. way. They really and, were. Yeah. The Hundreds recently did a Jurassic Park collaboration. And it was cool. And I'm like a huge Jurassic Park fan. Um, but I remember seeing the bait and seeing the Japanese, like, and I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like that yeah. to me was like so much cooler. And I was like, man, I would love to have that shirt. Yeah. And I just, you know, I didn't buy it or anything, but um, I always was like, man, how come they haven't come back and done anything? They did a wave with Asics. They did a wave with Deodora and then they kind of, they kind of slipped off a little bit off the radar. And I guess sure. that was, to me, that was one of the, the peak storytelling, you know, part of the peak storytelling era where, you know, you got like, because all of their stuff too had, had like good packaging, especially the Deodora stuff. Um, like the, I remember I got the, I have the, I have the Skeletors from the Deodora pack. And I remember just coming with like tons of laces and it was pretty cool. And I think, I think it came with like a keychain and stuff too. And like stuff that you don't really get necessarily now, but it was just such a cool, cool collaboration back then. And it was very limited, right? Like, like people say, oh, this stuff now is limited, but that was like, you know, 400 pairs. So I don't know. I just, I, that was one of the shops that I was thinking of. And I was curious what other shops are like out there that did cool stuff that just suddenly kind of like fell off. Uh, I was just going to say my, my, my number one uh, pick for all this sadness is, <laughs> is uh, West NYC. Man. Oh, they're on my list too. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't around in be I wasn't interested in sneakers back when they were actually doing stuff, but I was able to get one of their Asakanis uh, when they did like a, a small restock, like back in like, I think 2016, 2017. And it, it, it's like the, I was really impressed with the details that they had on that pair. I, I don't remember which, cause it's like one, they're both water. Fresh water or salt water? Yeah, I just don't know which one it was. Like I Is got the pink? brown pair. Does it have pink on it? I got the brown pair. Yeah, that's that's uh, fresh water. Is it okay? Yeah, but it's just it's just the details on it, like the materials, like it, everything. I really really liked about it, and uh, and then I had seen like photos of like some of the uh, New Balance stuff they had done also, and I was like, wow, this is they did a lot of really really cool stuff. And I'm like, why did they stop? It, the only thing I could think of is that the the creative designer just decided to leave west nyc or something like that i have no idea but it's just it's really sad because they did so well back in the past so yeah oh yeah the um oh gosh the cabin one the uh cabin fever. Yeah. yeah the cabin fever the the 580s yeah I, they had some really nice ones and yeah you're right damn that's a shame man now you're making me sad like i've gone on the <laughs> website here and there and there's nothing even on their website so you definitely wonder what happens to these shops like I like if you go to their store, is there just nothing there? Like a, I mean, out here we have like bows and arrows. It's kind of like that. You just go in and it's like, fifteen pairs, and you're like, all right, well that was a waste of time. Mm. I mean, they still they still have releases. They still drop like, 
you know, GRs and stuff. I think yeah, I think the, the funny thing is has been since since Nike has sort of dominated the market, it's just there's no appeal or there's no like demand for the time of the type of you know product where it takes time and ideas and thoughtfulness to like put out something really cool and i think shops would get like a real boost when they did something like that right and now it's not it's so fleeting like you know um you know joe fresh goods you think about his collaboration the outside clothes and you you think about all that he had to do and the only reason we're still talking about it is because there hasn't been a worldwide release yet. Yeah, right? what happened? What happened to like the worldwide raffle? The global raffle never happened. <laughs> right, yeah. and that's that's the only reason we're still talking about it. Because if it all happened in one week or one weekend, yeah. we would be on to the next shoe. <laughs> and so I think for like a shop like West NYC, why spend the time and maybe the money to like put out a collaboration and then you get maybe a little bit of a boost, but then it's not sustained, right? Like it doesn't, it doesn't help you really rake in the cash because everybody's just gonna, you know, run to the next Nike release the week after. So that's my thought. I know that I know that they were asked to do another Saucony collab and they said no. So I don't know what that has to do. I don't know if that was, you know, because they you know, I know Sasakini had their own like quality control issues for a while and that was a concern, but it just seems like, you know, they they had such a storied history with, with Sasakini and with New Balance that it would seem like, oh man, we should bring them back into the fold somehow um, and get people re-excited about our brands by, you know, bringing back somebody that did something really cool. Um, I do love their early New Balance stuff and it never pops up in my size. Like the Cabin Fevers. Um, I think they did a 999 too. What? They did a 530. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did some cool stuff, man. And like it just gets, it just gets overlooked um, or we just forget all about it, right? Like I just forgot all about it. And then, you know, I was looking, I was looking at old Shadow 6000s and, and, and I saw like three of theirs and I was like, oh, that's, that's a shame. Yeah, I, I would have bought the Saltwaters too, but they were sold out of my size when I, at that time. <laughs> I, I remember those sitting too. I don't even remember those selling that well. I'm surprised unless they held them back or something. I bought a freshwater pair off eBay for under retail. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> and then ended up reset and then ended up selling them because I just didn't wear them enough. Hmm. So, I mean, if it was, now I will say this, right? I, I had that pair, so I really, like I, I remember the colorway, it's just, you know, like like Justin, like you said, it's just a great colorway. But if that Saucony, if that co- colorway could be duplicated on the updates that Saucony did to the 6,000 for now, It'd be such a killer shoe, right? It just with the materials that they they're putting out now, like it would be, you know, vastly better than the original. Yeah. So it's just it's just sad that they sort of like drifted apart because I think you know having someone like West NYC, you know, put their stamp on the the updated Shadow Six Thousand would be like really really cool. 
Yeah. Oh, and you know my uh, favorite detail from the those water pairs? Cork sole. No. <laughs> the sticker uh, in the box. <laughs> nope. The the NY in Saucony was the, a blue color to signify New York. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> that 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 always that that's the main reason why I've kept those pairs because I'm a huge even though I don't live in New York right now I'm still a huge New Yorker so anything that that respects New York I'm like oh man I gotta keep it so. <laughs> cool, Eric. Do you have any shops that? Yeah, I mean there. There's some of those shops where it's like the one hit wonders, like the Rise mm. New York, where they did that one Saucony Keys pair. They're like, man, and then nothing. So yeah. I always wonder about those. But um, my biggest one right now, probably Premier. Oh, on my list too. It, it's like they're capable of some great stuff with every brand. And then, man, it's just crickets from them. It's like, I think the last yeah. one I remember was a Nike SB, I think. I don't even remember what their last drop was. I think I could be I could be wrong, but it sounds right. It sounds right. I don't. But that tells you right there. You're like I have like it sounds right. Maybe I'm pretty sure. But it's like what the heck? just radio silence from them. And like you know, the last ones that I remember are nine nine eights. I think like it was like a black and like ten pair or something like that. Yeah that's and you'll see those you know people are selling those moving them here and there but yeah they've definitely done stuff after but yeah not much i mean they they were good with saucony i think um i want to say i remember them doing a socky out saucony afterwards i mean i even struggled with that yeah them and the other one is probably shoe gallery that had some potential <laughs> with like their 580 uh their tour 580 that blue one they did with new balance yeah they did it um they did one with Saucony too, really colorful, and the name is Escape. I think it was like Streets of Miami or something. That was great. Oh. And like, it's stuff you definitely want to see more. It's like, why isn't anybody working with these brands? And, I know. And then, yeah, there's that other store in Florida. I forgot their name. It, it slips my mind right now. But they also made a really popular Gel I three. Was like Soul something. Oh man, I can't remember. Oh, Soulfly. Soulfly? Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Soulfly. Yeah, yeah. They did the Jordan yeah. one and retired. <laughs> <laughs> it killed them after that. <laughs> like, no more. <laughs> so yeah, it's tough. I mean, these U.S. brands, you wonder. Yeah. Um, and, and you'd love to see them build upon, like it, some of the brands we're talking about, like the premieres and. Uh, to me, at least, Premier, West NYC, it's like they stopped, they never fully established their legacy, what they could have been. They kind of stopped before they had a chance to really have that catalog that you need to get that recognition. Yeah. Um, then you look at the brands overseas, like uh, Offspring, and it's like, man, they, they did such great work with New Balance. And, and uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like after that anniversary, all of a sudden, they, they just sort of like, fell off the map when it came to actually doing uh, good collabs like I remember I bought like I must have bought like maybe four or five pairs from that anniversary release they did like what was that like three three years ago three four years ago something like that like I got two of their Jelly fives I got like one of their Saucony's uh, oh gotcha okay mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I I, yeah. I, I 
I, and I think I feel like I got one more, but I can't remember. But it's like every, after that year, though, I felt like they didn't really do much, and everything. And if they did do anything, it was like really, really low key. Like, it, it, like nobody really heard about it unless you like lived right next to the shop. Right. They, um, what they? Oh, I just I think I had an alert set for one of their Gelac fives on Goat. Mm. Um, what was it? uh covenant covenant garden uh yeah i was thinking that there's i thought that was uh i don't know does that is that yeah. offspring i think that's offspring that is offspring yeah okay yeah yeah so like i always yeah i feel like them uh foot patrol is another one they were in my mind too yeah i'm i'm sad i skipped those five seven sixes uh i'm very another pet that i could i could have bought them but at the time, it was really expensive, and <laughs> I—it's just all black except for the N and the the tongue stitching. And it was like I was like going back and forth in my mind, it was like doing N, ended up not getting it. And obviously now I regret that. But <laughs> they went on sale too, from what I remember. They dropped pretty heavily. Yeah, just they did. Got, like those at least back then, any of those releases, you just had to watch and be patient and. Yeah. If you were paying attention at the right time, you you'd have the chance. I think they hit like sale and sale sale. So yeah, yeah, true. Uh, then another store that I'm 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 I was hoping I would see more from is uh, Saint Alfred. Mm. Like they did that really amazing July three back during like the fifteenth anniversary, right? Yeah, uh, or late yeah, late yeah, 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 that one. 25th anniversary sorry and uh after that i i don't i think they don't they haven't really done anything else no they did they did uh they did a dunk too oh did they they did those two dunk pairs right they had one that was like a friends and family and then one that one that got a wider release but it kind of was like that blue pair hmm. it was kind of like the lakeshore but it was just blue it was it was I can look it up because it was uh it was really cool. It was a really cool shoe. We have a ghost in the chat. Uh, guys. <laughs> don't, don't mind me. I'm I'm literally on set right now. So I got all things in my ears. What's going on? <laughs> What's up? We were talking about shops that shops that That's a haunted house. Oh boy. Our very own ghost hunter. Uh, I don't do the hunting. I just produce their show. <laughs> Record from a safe distance. Absolutely. So you're 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 a dunk person, and you and you have familiarity. What dunk did St. Alfred do? I'm sorry. Did hold on. I can, barely, I, I can barely hear you. St. Alfred. Didn't they do a dunk recently? You're cutting out on me. I'm in Virginia, so I'm in the middle of sticks. I can barely hear you. I'm going to have to write it in the chat. Do that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I really haven't, you know, I haven't really heard anything from them. Yeah, all. they did. I think them, uh, another one that I really, really. The Saint, oh, I'm sorry. The St. Alfred Duck, is that what you said? The uh, they are the most uh, the the recent one hasn't dropped yet. It's a gray and pink one that's dropping 
later this year. I think it's in the next coming week, but uh, not as of recent. Aside from that, um, man, I'm trying to think of the last time they, they actually did drop a dunk, but uh, the one that's scheduled for this year hasn't dropped yet. It's uh, oh. gray and pink. Well, there you go. I thought they had dropped one. I thought they had dropped something recently. Um, no, not not as of recent. Not, nothing, uh, not a dunk anyway, uh, or an SB. Well, maybe it's somebody else, but what are you going to do? Maybe you're thinking about, of uh, Notre. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. Same yeah, city, different dropped, story. They dropped the, that, that, uh, like that the tan pair and then the blue, like the blue pair with the, uh, with the yeah, hands that's what I'm thinking of. coming yeah. together. Wrong, wrong store, David. Wrong yeah. store. Wrong store. Was, yeah. My bad. Yeah, that was, Chicago's they got the high stores. <laughs> the two pair of the high, the, the two highs, yeah. Those were dope, actually. They were. Not, the, yeah. the pricing on them isn't bad right now, recently anyway. I mean, at least it was the last time I checked it. They hadn't skyrocketed or anything, which was kind of surprising. Did they I drop mean, the undefeated dunk prices? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the last time I looked, at least in my size, they were the at least the uh, the purple and blue uh, five uh, material joints were only like 200 bucks. Oh, that's yeah. not and bad some sizes. Oh, and some sizes they were like 170, which is crazy. I, I was a little Jeez. shocked. I don't think that's gonna last. It's gonna be one of those shoes that slowly rises. Yeah. Um, so like the grace period right now, where people are trying to decide whether it's cool or not, um, is is lingering. But it'll it'll catch and then it'll go. They're, they're trying to figure out if they can actually wear it or not. <laughs> yeah, uh, and resell it, which is ah, which is the yeah. question. Yeah. So it, it's 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 in that gray area between hype and uh, hype and and, and resell. <laughs> Yeah, we're so James. We were talking about shops that shops that we haven't we haven't seen do anything, but that used to used to do some really cool stuff, um, like back in the early two thousands. So, yeah. uh, do you have any? Yeah, you know, one of my favorite stores, especially when it comes to to dunks, and uh, they haven't done at least I want to say the last time they did something was two thousand. 12, maybe 11 was Brooklyn Projects in LA. That's a store that I really enjoyed their, their SB collaborations. The last one was, uh, if I'm, uh, they had the, the paparazzi, uh, which was a, an SB high that looked like the, you could see if you uh, turn your lights on, you could see the flashes from the paparazzi. But the one I, prior to that, which was one of my favorites, was the Walk of Fames, um, which they, uh, they only had 300 pairs that actually ended up with the Walk of Fame behind there, the fame uh, on the, on the heel tap, Brooklyn Projects on it. Because uh, they ended up getting sued or hit with a cease and desist letter by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, so they ended up releasing more that didn't have the specific branding on it. Uh, but that that shoe was fire, and I ended up winning a uh, a uh, not a raffle, but a um, uh, what's the term? Christ, um, a treasure hunt. I found a treasure hunt like two in the morning, and uh, I got the like the first spot in line, so it was dope. So it was one of my favorites. And before that, they also had the. Uh, um, they had a high and another low, so two lows and two highs. That's the story I wish would come back. Dom's is such a – he's such a big character, the guy who owns it. Um, he's such a big, big character, and he has so opinionated, and he's really immersed himself in in especially, like, uh, skateboard culture. So I'd love to see Brooklyn Projects come back and do something again. That's dope. I remember um, – I think I remember the – I think I remember the paparazzi sh- shoe that they did, and that that shoe was, like – I mean, that was like heyday, you know, probably yeah. right at the height of when of when dunks were kind of going up. And then, you know, just before they faded out and no one cared, it seemed like. 
Um, yeah, that's exactly right. That was the the tail end of the uh, of the SB hype, and when they died out. Um, the other shoe that are the other two other shops that I really like are Canadian shops, uh, Livestock, and I don't know if I can count Raining Champ, but Raining Champ, I mean they. I like their tonal stuff because they do like the gray, blue, and black. And I just love that. And I always thought that they could do more. And it seemed like they kind of just did some of the the stuff that ASICs did and that didn't get them anywhere. Like they just did like, you know, some of their running models and it never it never really amounted to anything. Um, but, it, but I could imagine them doing like a, like a dunk series, right? And doing like a gray, blue, and black dunk like and you know tonal suede and to me i thought i think like something like that would be really cool or even doing like new balances same thing right and they never you know they never seem to branch out and then they kind of like just died off and stopped doing you know footwear collaborations like two or three years ago so well um, champ isn't really a traditional store store though right isn't it mainly uh a factory that produces blanks for other companies and then sometimes it makes its own stuff i thought that's what i thought rain champ got most of its money from actually making uh blanks for other brands i think they i think they do i think that is like their main stock and trade but i know that they had made like a big push to like you know really promote their like sportswear and their apparel on their Mm -hmm. own so I don't know, like maybe they tried and yeah. in the end decided this is really not the way we want to go <laughs> and decided to go back to their bread and butter. <laughs> I mean, they were really pricey when they first came out mm. to me. Like I thought that their apparel was really pricey. Yeah. But that was in the world of then. And like now the prices that they had don't seem too crazy, you know, for like for like the sweat, sweatsuit apparel, you know, which is kind of what they were doing at the time. And I think they always sort of done, but that wasn't like a big thing back then, like leisure wear. So I don't know if they were just ahead of their time and just kind of peaked and then said, no, we're not going to do this anymore. But that kind of definitely Definitely remember a couple of years ago where you could find their stuff on sale, you know, at the end of the season and you could find sizes, you could find nice stuff. And now... Yeah, their stuff tends to go pretty quickly. Like people, I guess, caught on to the quality and the cuts, the silhouettes, and it's, I mean, it's an easy staple in any lineup. Like if you have clothing, if you have shoes, they're gonna go with everything. I mean, a gray sweatshirt, a black sweatshirt, sure, you only need so many, but you can get one of every color they do, and you're gonna yeah. wear it. And it's gonna last you, and it's gonna look good. It's gonna feel good. So, definitely a fan of theirs, and I wish it was easy to find their stuff cheap, like you could, because. I know. I don't want to pay those prices, but <laughs> a couple pieces here and there isn't so bad. Oh, I'd like to see if, if I guess if I'm going to be uh, out there, but um, do you remember uh, when Colors was doing like uh, UBs or uh, Ultra Boosts for a while? They did like two Ultra Boosts, I think, a couple years back. Sure. Uh, and they were wild out colors, uh, colors out of Japan. Whoa! Oh, light went out. I'm in the dark. Do you see what I'm working with? You don't see what you're working with. I actually have uh, one of the ter- uh, one of the the hiking sh- uh, Adidas shoes that Color did. 
and it's definitely very cool. It, I forgot the exact name of the model. It's the same one. It's the same model as what Kith released when alongside the uh, the the Ultra Boost. That it's like they the did it. or something yeah something like that like it you know the aspen collection that kith did yeah, yeah. and and they released an ultra boost and then like this hiker alongside it yeah i remember those yeah yeah so that same them. model yeah. but color also did a collab yeah. on that model and, and i have that one as well i wear that for the winter <laughs> when it's cold and they did something like they, they i felt like their their designs were always kind of out there like yeah. bright and heavy so you know me when it comes to bright colorways like let me have them so do something other than an ultra boost and that'd be tight i mean colors main line is crazy very experimental it, yeah. it's, they do a lot of really amazing stuff i really like the places that they like to go to it's just i can't fit in any of it so because <laughs> we're not small japanese people uh, yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> facts but you know another another it's really really old school and sadly they're I don't know I don't know if they're gone or if they were taken over by another company or something but I think the name of the store because I haven't I wasn't around when they were really popping but is it called Crooks and Castles is that yeah name? Crooks yep. yeah Crooks and Castles they Damn, made some back. amazing amazing New Balances back in the day like some of their New Balances is like legendary status so. They used to have a really cool store on uh, on Fairfax. Down yeah, by I heard that Club too. In LA. Yeah, yeah. Who they get cool bought out? They got a, Did they get? I thought they got bought out by like a rapper or something. Probably they're not there anymore. At least the store is in. I haven't heard Brooks or Chris and Castle in damn near six years. <laughs> I used to be on their mailing list. Oh really? Wow. really? Stuff from them all the time. But oh like, damn, because I thought I see their name once in a while, but it's like a. It's like a fragment of what they used to be like they, they it's like i feel like somebody randomly makes like t-shirts and, and slaps a name on it and tries to sound no it's really weird <laughs> you know i'd like to see a collaboration with um i mean and everybody knows this brand it's everywhere but i don't think i've ever ever done a shoe collaboration but um the hundreds mm. the hundreds they've done the stuff the in the Puma. past they did a Puma yeah. Collab. Yeah, yeah but nobody nobody rocked <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Let's stop playing yourself, Dave. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He said somebody, a Puma. Cool, man. Let's, so let's talk about collaboration. They did a Puma. I want to see them do something wild with with one of the one of the bigger brands. And I sound very obnoxious saying that, but I, I mean it. I would love to see what they would do with a team like, like New Balance, who seems to take their their collaborations very seriously. You know what I mean? Like something that, that has some creativity behind it. Uh, so especially from what I've been seeing New Balance do as far as collaborating as of the last couple of years, like the the guys who own the hundreds are very, I mean, like they're, 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 they're very creative. So as, mm. as a person who appreciates that, I would love to see creatives do some creative stuff with a creative brand. So I'd love sure. to see them do something more than just your standard they're they're pretty big. So, so my thought my thought on them is they're they're very big, right? So they're they're so big that I don't know. I don't know, like like you you see the stuff that they do and it's them collabing with someone else. So so they're they're elevating people, right? So they're they're not like New Balance, which is New Balance is collaborating with someone to elevate 
their own brand. The hundreds is kind of like, we're going to collaborate with this person so that we can elevate this artist or this, this cool person. Right. Like, so when I think about like them collaborating with someone, I'm like, well, it'd have to, it seemed like it would be like a three-way collaboration where they bring in an artist, they do something and then they bring in like Nike or New Balance or something. Oh, it's almost like they're the facilitator kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cause, cause I think Justin and I buy a lot of their stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they do sometimes they do force my wallet out of my pocket. So <laughs> like the, the recent uh collab they did with uh Joshua, Joshua Vibes. BDs. Yeah. Was it, is it vibes? BDs? BDs. Okay, I think whatever. it's BDs. <laughs> whatever. But it was actually I really like <laughs> the design. You know, I, I like what he does uh with uh, with that style. And it, it actually works really well with with uh, the hundreds design aesthetic in my opinion so and he used to work for them right oh did he yeah i think he used to be a part of the brand and then Mm. have to do his own thing um yeah i think he's got his own coffee shop in la now or something (laughs) oh weird weird (laughs) like he put his own he put all of his artistry and like built out the design for that coffee shop (laughs) in in his motif (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool with the black and white. That's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to check that out. Um, Another shop that I was thinking of, and I know they do stuff, but none of it seems really like as special as some of their old stuff is Burn Rubber in Detroit. Burn Rubber. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, wow. they, they did a lot of cool stuff with um, New Balance and had like their own sort of lane with them back in the day and it seems like i don't know i don't know what it is but it seems like they're not they're just doing stuff with like reebok now and it's like i'm not i'm not really following that so yep yeah their good stuff was definitely back in probably the late 90s early 2000s so i might be in the in the minority here but i would really like to see uh or like a, one of the OG resale shops have a collaboration with a shoe. I'd love to see Riff, Riff LA have a collaboration. Guys yeah. who have been a part of the company for a long time that were there before, I mean, there was always a resale shop, but you know what I'm saying? Before it became all about money, like the guys who were sure. still involved, that were a part of the culture and invest in the culture and weren't just about money from the beginning. But as a, a, a when, you know, I used to buy shoes from Riff all the time where they were still affordable and you could, you know, was a more of a love of the the culture itself as sure. opposed to just making money. But those guys know shoes so well. God, yeah. look what look what uh, Sean did. Sean Lisman did with with uh, when he got his shot at a collaboration. The one time, the other ones have been terrible uh, after that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to see their perspective on, especially a shop that's been around since 2006. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a proven OG shop in in this in this uh, space. So I'd love to see what they would do with the shoe. I, I'm surprised because I thought they were I thought they were primed for a collaboration, especially once they opened their new shop. Like they yeah. just did that, and like the rollout for that, it seemed like they were they were just in that space where they could have gotten a collaboration, and it would have been like a massive deal. Like I saw, like you think about like bricks and woods, right? They got that fifty-seven forty, and. I think everybody on the East Coast was kind of like, who? But I know who Riff is. I know what Riff is. 
so it was it's interesting to me that like they didn't take that opportunity to or or no brand was going to take that opportunity to reach out and try to you know get something happening with them i mean it's it's tough for a sneaker company because you know as much as they struggle with it that balance of we want to sell to the people we don't want to support reselling and like we're yeah. against it but we're for it because it drives our popular so they have to be very careful how they embrace that and i mean technically i think companies like nike and and new balance like new balance if you're a reseller they won't sell to you if you go to a new balance store they have a policy like we don't sell to resellers they limit how many pairs you can buy theoretically, though you can, you know, if you're buying some really cheap, whatever, they're not going to stop you. But uh, I think Nike's the same. So they have to be very careful about how they treat that. Right. So but I, I was, I was more in, in the context of like, like collaborating with them on a specific shoe on a limited run, not that they would necessarily resell, but that would be released to the masses. Right. Um, because to, to say that like certain resale shops, aren't invested heavily in this culture is would just be false. You know what I mean? Like these guys have been a part of this world for so long that regardless of the nature of the business, the, their, their, um, I guess their status in, in the culture or in the game itself merits, you know, some, some sort of, uh, of recognition from these shops that they work with, or they may, I'm not saying give them uh, a shoe run that they could sell at their store for a high price, but I'm saying much like Nike did with, with Sean Witherspoon of a resale shop, uh, let them participate in in a sneaker um, that's that they would release that Nike would release with in collaboration with Riff or you know another store that would maybe of that status. But that that's more what I was referring to. Guys that have been here for for that period of time. I'm not saying that the retail shop down the street that is literally just about botting and reselling shoes should get a full line of sneakers that they can sell at eight million dollars. Um, but a, like a cool shoe that, that would represent where they come from in their story because Riff is deep and in, deeply invested in little Tokyo in LA. Like they have a big story to tell. So combine that with their love of sneakers and how long they've been invested in it and the people that they know, like it would make sense to me to see them do something in that world. My leg went out again. Dope. Oh. <laughs> no, and you're right. And that's where they would have to probably partner with you know, an individual versus like Sean, they didn't partner with round two, they partnered with Sean. Right. So they would have to just pick their partner carefully. But that said, New Balance did partner up with StockX on that 650 IPO. So oh, that's, yeah, right. I mean, anything can happen. You know, how they uh. deem that one acceptable, <laughs> I don't know. But so, yeah. I mean, it's all out the window at the end of the day. They, they, they have this weird set of rules that they're following and everything's changing so anything's fair game at this point yeah i was james you missed it but i was saying before that like i think for a lot of shops because we were talking about um west nyc and premier um and date and how like they haven't done anything like really cool in a long time but it, i know you mentioned before that like things move so quick and like the sneaker world that you know, if you do something really cool, if you take the time to like really tell a story and, you know, get every detail right and put out like a quality product, you know, um, there's very little return now because it's so short lived, right? It's like, it's like you get your release and then, you know, people are already thinking about whatever's releasing the next right. day, you know, let alone the next week. We were talking about like Joe Fresh Goods and how, and how like, that is, 
you know how how that's holding Sorry, up Dave. I'm gonna jump off, but I will be back in 20 minutes. I gotta go shoot a scene. They're calling over walk. I'll be back. <laughs> All right. Excuse <laughs> me, guys. Later, Hollywood. See you, man. <laughs> I think uh, I think a good example of that. Like the Joe's Fresh Goods and what Salehi are doing, they're really stretching it out and maximizing uh, the eyeballs that see it. Now you see that, you contrast it with something like Bape, where Bape dropped, boom, like I think a Saturday morning or something, they released yeah. on their website and a couple stores. And I think there was a raffle or two, and then that's it. And who remembers it anymore? Like you don't even see it, it's gone. And that could have been a big release and made a lot more noise for New Balance. New Balance worked with Bape, but nothing. And, and, and how does that benefit New Balance or Bape in the long term, like you're saying? You know, what's short term? They get a little blip and and then it's, you know, everybody's mad that they didn't get it and then they move on. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I think, I think, I think like Joe Fresh Goods and like Salehi, they're, they're both brands unto themselves, right? So like Joe Fresh Goods, he's his 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 project, the New Balance, is sort of like the the height, right, for him. Like in terms of like appeal and you know mass marketing, like that's the height for him. So he has to maximize every single moment that he has. Like, but for like you think about someone like Bape, they're gonna sell out everything that they drop for the most part, right? They don't need. They don't need to maximize anything. Their thing with New Balance is just, it's just that. It's like, hey, maybe we'll get a little bump. Maybe we won't, but we're still going to sell everything that we produce. So it doesn't matter. And so like, you know, I look at it, I look at it like um, these people are like doing it to raise their profile now. And I was thinking about this earlier today. The, um, the thing that bothered me like the Travis Scott, the most recent Travis Scott collaboration with like Fragment and Nike, where they did the they did the Jordan High. And I liked it. It was cool. Like I was like, oh, this is a cool colorway. Obviously, you know, the reverse swoosh is his thing on the Jordan one, blah, blah, blah. But what's the story? Like, what's the story behind it? Like, what's the colorway about? Like, is did they just go pick colors? Like, is this just fragments colors? They just you know, oh, this is this is what we're gonna do, because I feel like, at least with Joe Fresh Goods, at least with Salehi, I felt like there was some sort of purpose, there's some sort of meaning, there's some kind of thoughtfulness into what they're doing, and that sort of helps sell, and that sort of helps make you feel like invested in the product, and you know, makes it a little bit bigger of a boom. You know when when you when you go to purchase that or when you're pursuing it, but with things like you know Travis, where it's like very watered down, you're just buying it because it's Travis. It doesn't feel like there's anything really, really innately special other than it's him, other than it's his name on it and it's fragment on it, right? Other than that, there's nothing special about it, and and that to me is like. Well, well, we reached a point where it doesn't really matter. It's just about like doing something to raise your profile in that moment and prove that you can do it. It's not really about like creating some sort of special feeling or creating some sort of, you know, direction that you want your, your audience to follow or creating something where your audience is going to be like, oh, this is, this is the vibe that I want. I want to continue to invest in this creator or this person. Right. And so 
that is what Joe Fresh Goods is doing. That is what Soleil is doing. Is they're creating this like feeling, this you know, this innate feeling when you open that box or when you see their project that you feel continuously, you know, even if you don't get the shoes and even if you know you're not able to, you know, participate in the immediate release. And so I think that's pretty cool that they're doing that. Um, it sucks that you can't get stuff, but you know it's very different i think than than some of the other stuff from nike it is i mean you definitely have more of the emotional reaction to the joe fresh goods you're kind of you're taken on the journey with him you kind of you experience something different um that you won't yeah with the nike drop where it's all right you know you hear that tomorrow is going to be a raffle and then you're waiting for the raffle and then you get this you get this crazy adrenaline rush from it. At least I know like the raffle's coming up. I got to be ready. You're hyped, you're boom, you're alert. You're right. And then it's okay. I got it. Or I didn't. And then, and then yeah. what? And you're left feeling hollow and empty. Yeah. And every, time, every time all those raffles are over, it's like, now what? Every time you see the Travis Scott and I miss, it's like, Oh, that was something. Damn. <laughs> But you don't care. You, you care like, all right, you feel like you're neglected by a brand maybe or like, you know, you missed another chance. You don't care. Like, what the heck? This is ridiculous. But then it's like, it's just this hollow feeling versus, yeah, the Joe Fresh Goods, you get all in on it. And you and you can see all the different raffles and you see the story he's telling and you see his stories about, you know, this is for my city and this is the ad I did and this is why I did it. And it's, you know, maybe it's not for you, it's for me, but you know, like you said, there's a reason for it. And it definitely leaves you with a different feeling. And, and maybe if you, you get it, you're like, wow, this is amazing. The emotional high. If you don't get it, the emotional low you feel is different. Yeah. So yeah. I'll miss out on a, a you know, Travis Scott shoe that'll be worth $3,000 and be like, damn, that sucks. It would have been cool to have, but I'll miss out on the Joe Fresh goods. It's like, Oh, it'll it'll ruin my day. It'll make me feel like pretty crappy. So it's it's definitely different. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because Nike is usually the one that can get you emotionally when you see their ads and you see what they do. But I guess they don't feel they have to every time. Yeah, I mean, like with it's funny because like with the Joe Fresh Goods, with the Salehi, as soon as you miss, like, what do you do? You go and you check to see what the prices are, right, on resale. Yeah. When I miss, like. I don't think I tried for the Travis low. I might've tried for the Travis high, but as soon as I missed, I moved on like immediately. Like I, I'm not, what, I'm going to go check resale. Are you kidding me? No, like, I don't care. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Like it's not going to be anything that's even remotely reasonable for me to like think about. So like, you know, I think, I think, I think New Balance is doing a good job and I think they're, there is sort of like this thing that like brands are taking for granted that they used to not where, you know, someone like a West NYC or, you know, like a premiere or a bait used to do like something really special and, you know, it would be sustained. It was, it would feel meaningful. And, and now we don't get that. At least we don't get that for like Nike um, or a lot of Nike products. Um, there are a couple of things that they really do that that sort of give you that feeling, um, like the Magnus Walker dunks. Those are like really cool, and I like the story. And there was like some real cool stuff you had to kind of dig in to kind of get to that. But it wasn't just like this. Hey, everyone has this thing that you're not going to get, right? So 
um, I think that there is like that there there is that advantage of selling people and maybe not maybe not selling them but just sort of creating some sort of mystique or story or idea or thoughtfulness behind the shoe and then sort of making that sustained um, so that people feel invested when they're when they're going to purchase something because I think that is what sort of makes me want to want to hang on because if they announce they're going to do an ASICS tomorrow, I'm like 50% in, right? Like, you're already kind of like, okay, yeah, let's do that. Like, I know what you guys are capable of. Like, I'm kind of in it for the story. I think, and I think for me, like, someone like Ronnie or, or Dion, like, that feeling that they make, that is why I'm in because I know what they're gonna give me and I'm I'm already like I'm already half sold like they're like we're gonna do this thing I'm like yeah let's go let's go I'm with you right and yeah. I don't even really know what it is like I get a teaser pick. kind of like okay let's go well, I know it's not gonna it, be just like, a release right yeah so, I don't know I, I feel like I feel like there used to be more stores that did that there used to be more stores that took the time to like sell you and not sell, like I said, not sell you, but like create some, 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 some cool connections. And now, now it's not like that for a lot of stuff. And that's, and that's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, and it's funny cause you know how, especially with Ronnie, it's like, we, we hate on him for like the majority of the year. And then all of a sudden when he uh, tees an ASICS or a new balance, it's like, Oh my God we're back we're all in it together again oh yeah here we go here we go you know it's like uh it's like we know where ronnie is headed we sort of accepted you know his future path and where he wants to go but we're still sort of hoping that once in a while he comes back to (laughs) us and gives us what we want and the thing is he does that's the thing it's like at least once a year every year he comes back and gives us exactly what we want. And it's like, thank you, Ronnie, for giving us something we want. <laughs> Even though the majority of this year was crap and you did things that we hated, you gave us this one thing, whether it's a New Balance, whether it's Asics, whether it's Adidas. It's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I kind of feel like some of these brands or some of these influencers or their collaborators are just too big to do these stories correctly, like, or to tell anything, right? Um, I'm thinking about like, uh, like Pharrell, like Pharrell when he first started with Adidas, right? Like the the human races, like mm. those were like really cool. They were really sought after. Each one of them had this like really cool meaning and you'd get like some cool sort of storytelling behind it. They got the different um, languages also. Yeah. yeah, and now it's kind of like, all right, Pharrell's just putting his name on this new model. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? All right, it's cool. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like, and I know Pharrell's a thoughtful guy. I know he's like, you know, intuitive and all this stuff. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, are you just phoning it in? Like, are you incapable of giving us like a little 30 second clip talking about it or doing like some cool montage or something right that like sells us and gives us this this really like unique product so I don't know like I feel like I feel like the big brands are just sort of really really losing their way on how to like 
connect to people um, on like a more visceral level. I mean, did you guys see the the short video that uh, that Kith dropped for their their Wilson project? I did. I did. That was yeah with, with the uh, with the girl learning turn tennis and growing up uh, with. I assumed it was uh, her father teaching her tennis and becoming like a you know a, a get, getting better and better and all this. It was actually a pretty good short video. I was impressed to be honest. It's even though Ronnie's going in a way I don't really like, he still knows how to tell a good story. That after <laughs> that, like he's you still... said, once or twice a year or a couple times a year, he'll reset, yeah. give you some, give you some gems. Yeah, like I, I can, I definitely appreciate him, you know, spending the resources to refurbish uh, a tennis court in Queens. I mean, that's cool, you know, giving back to the community and all that. Uh, and uh, I mean, that's there for as long as it'll last there. It's not like it's, oh, it's only going to be here for a week and then we're taking it away kind of thing. No, no, it's, it's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of videos that tell stories, uh, did you guys check out the free lunch video that James Whitner and Social Status uh, put out? Yeah. For the uh, free lunch SBs. Now that is a good story. I enjoyed that. And the video was quality and well put together. You know what I mean? I, I love seeing stuff that, that, that has like actual cultural significance and that people that are invested in it can, can relate to um, in a story told by the same people who were a part of it. So that was that was nice to see. As a storyteller myself, I appreciated that completely. I'm not I'm not completely sold on the on the mid. I'm not completely sold on it. Same. The chocolate Look. is eh. The, the strawberry is okay. The strawberry milk is okay. But we didn't have strawberry milk at my height at my school. <laughs> <laughs> it was chocolate. It was chocolate, chocolate or whole milk. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's my that's choice. It. Too. That's it. Yeah. So, we had orange juice and milk. apple juice too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> whole milk, 2%. You know, that's chocolate, right. OJ. And I mean, I didn't have strawberry, but some, I mean, he did. That's cool. You know what I mean? I'm cool with that. That's um, next level. I agree with you. The the mid is it is it my favorite silhouette by by any means. Um, I really wish it would have been a low, but I'm not gonna judge be, just because I think the the story behind it's really cool. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, I say that with no semblance of of actually thinking I'm gonna get the shoe because um, those things are gonna be damn near impossible. Mm. Uh, but hopefully, I'm I'm gonna try for them. Yeah, I mean they're dope. I like. Again, he he created a he created like a, a connection for me. So based off of that, I'm like already like half in, and I feel like that is what I need, right? I need like I need I need somebody to come and make some kind of connection because then I can be in, um, and you know I'll feel more invested. Because yeah, that's that's a shoe. I'm not I'm not positive. Like I have no sort of sense that I'll, I'll I'll get lucky at all during a release but as soon as I know that I'm not going to get lucky during the really release I'm going to go and check the price on StockX or GOAT right I'm going to look I'm going to see yeah. I'm going to see I'm not going to buy necessarily but I'm going to look and James I was saying like you know the Travis Scott like Jordan like the difference between something like that and, and the Joe Fresh Goods is like if I miss out on Travis Scott, I'm not going to StockX or Go. I'm not even going to look. Like, what's the point in me looking at those resale sites to see it? There's no, there's no, there's there's no connection that's strong enough for me to look to buy that shoe 
and right. the prices aren't reasonable enough. But the Joe Fresh Goods, I'm going to look. I might not be buying, but at least I'm going to look. I'm going to say, hey, is this reasonable? Am I connected to that shoe enough to see if I'll pay 270 280 right? Like, I'm going to look. Well, the shoe resonates with you because it has a story, right? Yeah. Like the, the thing I have with, with most Travis's is that there's really no story behind it. Mm-hmm. Sure, the four might have been had something to do with the the Houston uh, Oilers from back in the day, but that, I don't know if that's true. That's not a, a, a real thing. Um, it's a fragment Jordan Travis collaboration. That's cool. Three different brands, but I I didn't I didn't get a story out of it. Is the shoe cool? Absolutely, I'd love to have it. But the chances that I end up paying, especially for the high are damn near zero i'm not going to go i'm not gonna pay five thousand dollars for that shoe it's cool and i wish i could have it for retail but aside from that i really don't have a an attachment to it i'm not the biggest travis fan i am not the biggest fragment fan i mean i like i love the jordan one but the three together didn't entice me to be like oh my god i have to have it it's not that it's not that big a deal for me now i I absolutely want the shoe yes if you offered it to me for retail i'm taking it all the other week and i'm aware um i may even go for the low uh but like a shoe like the Joe Fresh has a story behind it that that people can relate to. So I would I'm gonna always take a second look at it. You know, I'm always gonna wonder if I, you know, if if it resonates with me because of the story behind it, then I'm definitely gonna want it more than just a shoe that's branded by three different labels. And ironically, aesthetically, I am I am more aesthetically attracted to to the Travis one Jordan High than I am to like James Whitner's social status. You know, that that mid dunk, like if right. it's just off of looks, like I'm going to go for the Travis Scott high because I know what that is. I like it visually. It's it's amazing. But I have no connection to that, shoe, And I don't want it, you know, and if and if, you know, I'm thinking about it, if I'm like in pursuit of it, like there's of, of either one of them, you know, I want to be sold on it. I want to have some sort of connection because it's going to make me hold the shoe for longer than you know than I normally would right if I get a Travis Scott now for retail I'm selling it and it looks great but it's it's getting sold right I'm paying a mortgage for a buck like that's just what it is um I wouldn't do that I don't know if I would do that like I have some James Whitner stuff like I have I have his friends and family Air Force One and I'm not selling it because I have a connection to that shoe. Like I, I, I feel connected to it because of how it was sold and marketed to me. So like, I don't know, like, I think, I think, I think brands need to do more of that. And so that's, I think that is where I, I, I personally wanted to, to, to go with this episode, given there are so many cool brands that are stores that were so good at that and that have seen to just sort of either dried up, closed, or, or, or just kind of walked away from collaborations altogether. I would say that uh, to a degree, it's nice and it's relief that it doesn't happen more because, I mean, there's only so much I can take too. I don't need to get inundated with all these stories and this emotional attachment because then you go crazy. Like I, I'm, I'm relieved when there are these periods where it's like, all right, I don't care about that. I'm not too worried about that. It's not That's a big true. deal if you get there or not. So I, I think the brands kind of know they have to back off a little bit. And 
I don't even know how many years people have talked about collab fatigue and there's too much. So I, and the brands seem to be reevaluating how they do it. Instead of going with stores, their answer is not to go away from collabs. It's just to change how they do it because that'll seemingly never end. So instead of going with the stores or going with the individuals and seeing that kind of breathe new life into the whole collab market and, and how it's perceived. So I imagine because we always see trends come back around. Hey, SBs were dead. They're not now. So everything comes back around, goes in that cycle. So I imagine at some point the brands will say, you know what? We want stores again. We need what they deliver to us. We need what they can do on a local level as well as what can be done nationally. So I imagine it'll it'll come back at some point. Um, it also takes the right person at the brand to drive that, whoever it might be whatever brand it might be. And it also seems like when one brand starts it, others follow suit. So it just takes yeah. one brand to start it and then go from there. Uh, I mean, you see brands like Saucony, it doesn't seem like they're working with individuals. Um, so uh, certain brands are gonna stick with what they know and kind of stay in that safe space while others are able to, to their credit, kind of branch out and explore and see what's out there, what people are interested in. Yeah, I think that's true. I think that's definitely true. Um, I'm hoping that there is a trend on the horizon of going back to stores. Um, I think after everyone's been stuck in the house for like a year and a half, that seems like something that's that's very uh, appealing. Appealing, you know, to, especially to me. I, I don't know how long it's been since I've been in a sneaker store. <laughs> Try working in one. You'll be in. <laughs> You know, you'll you'll be in one pretty much every day. I mean, geez. Well, hopefully soon I'll be able to go to a factory, New Balance factory store soon. Hopefully, they're out there. I've hit up a couple recently. There's some there's some life in them. Yeah, there's there's one that's that's actually pretty close by to where I live. So um, I've been uh, now that I found it, I've been wanting to go down there. I just gotta get the right time to push myself and go down. <laughs> Let me know when you do. Sure. Guys, 13. No 13, 11 and a half. James with 18 and a half. Yeah, let, let, let's see. Let's see if they have any gems to, uh, over there. You never oh, no, know. James it's, is it's... nine and a half, too. James is nine and a half. Too. Yeah, I'm a nine and a half. What's up? <laughs> well, you know, I could, it do, is... I could do a nine, though, in some sizes if we need to figure something out. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it's the DMV over here. So, I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, there's some uh, hidden gems of NBs around here somewhere, so. That's the other thing, too. When you talk about um, will stores come around, will they have collabs? Like, I think there's a lot of uncertainty with stores, and I can cite bait, or excuse me, bait. Bait here locally is one. Why went in there? Their stock didn't change for a year. Literally, they got nothing for a year in that store. No deliveries, no new shoes, nothing. And... That kind of speaks to the uncertainty with some of these stores. Now, maybe it's because Undefeated is getting taken care of in that whole parent company. I don't know. But um, I think for a lot of stores, they may not want to work on a collab where they're not sure if they're going to be able to sustain it, if they're going to be able to, to maybe pay the bill for it, if they're going to be able to, to back it the way it needs to be done with everything going on right now. Yeah. So it, there's so much uncertainty. And then can brands do it you know they're already working with individuals and there are a lot of constraints with everything going on so maybe they can't even they're saying we're going to put all our energy there we can't 
do the stores as well, even though we might want to. So it's just a very confusing and an uncertain time for the industry. Well, we will see what develops. Um, my laptop battery is about to die. <laughs> uh, you need a new laptop cord. battery, I guess. Oh, I lost my cord, so I don't, I don't, I don't know where it is. That's uh, Still? not not great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They ordered me a new one at work, but um, I use a dock. I use a dock when I'm at work, so it just like snaps oh, okay. in. Sure. So it charges that way. So I don't. I don't ever really need it other than when I'm home. And since I'm back in that office life, um, it's not like I can go in the other room and just pop it in. So uh, it's a whole thing. That's why I have a separate home laptop. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, I need to, I need to get on that. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else. Um, but if you guys have any last words or anything you guys want to say, um, anything you guys are looking forward to? Dinner. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's still dinner time for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's coming up on it. Yeah. For me, it's it's almost uh, sleep time. So. Right. <laughs> you know, got got to wake up early for the work. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's just uh, hoping for double taps and. Uh, We'll see where things go from there. Eric, what's on your radar? I mean, geez, I'm looking to the thing that's coming out in a month that I don't even know about yet. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I for me, I mean, I'm crazy. NBA season's coming up soon. New Balance Hoops is going to announce some stuff. I look forward to whatever they do because hoops and lifestyle is really closely intertwined. I don't think yeah. people realize how much they are. Joe Fresh Goods, great example. All-Star Game weekend. I mean, you know, All-Star Game, basketball game. That's where he made a splash. So uh, looking forward to seeing what they do. And I, and I want to see them do darn collabs in their basketball shoes. Why Concepts has not done a New Balance collab with Hoops makes no sense to me. I mean, they got the tie-in with the Celtics. They got that. Like, it's, it's a natural fit, but oh well. And then whatever made it, I, I look forward to uh, seeing what happens with the 990 V3 for sure. Mm, yeah. VR, whatever happens there would be, hopefully people could get them and it's not another 992 situation all over again, but I look forward to seeing what happens there. I hear that. Yeah, I'm hoping for more more fun V3 colorways. Yeah, we'll see how that I mean, goes. I, I hope they can do them because, you know, you talk to people and you just hear like, this and that and everything's getting canceled and shifted and adjusted and changed the 1500 bsg based on the uh the 1300 uh jps i think those were supposed to come out like two years ago or mm -hmm. at least over a year like it's been a while so the plans get kind of crazy and who knows what will happen oh man james i'm looking forward to the halloween uh sb joints the mummies um, mm. They're a silly little shoe, but I definitely want them. Nice. Ooh, I forgot. Yeah, the Halloween, the Halloween themes. Halloween. Nike does them really well, so I'm I'm, I'm excited for that so pair. Good. Yeah, I have, I forgot we were that close to Halloween. It's like two months away. Sheesh. You haven't seen yeah, all the man. pumpkin spice lattes everywhere? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no. Go to CVS. You'll, they'll remind you there. Do your uh, Halloween decorations. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I need concepts. I, know, dude. Yeah. I, got a, I got a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. I got to buy something. Oh, boy. Here we go. 
I don't know what that something is yet, but I'll do something. <laughs> something good. I need concepts to bring back that 990 V3 they did. <laughs> pack. I, need them, I need them to send a Yale pack over. I think they need to send a Harvard Yale. Oh, yeah. Just keep on, just keep on pressuring Dion. You never know what'll happen. <laughs> I am. I'm. I'm gonna DM. I'm gonna DM him and Joe Grandin like every other day. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Gotta make it happen. Just, exactly. I just need a. They just need to do a hundred more pairs. I just need a pair. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I would. I would be surprised if he, uh, if he wasn't kind of looking into or exploring an option like that. Once he probably got hit up. A bunch by a bunch of people. So oh, I imagine. See, he said, he said, yeah. Since everybody's hitting me up, he's already yeah. released. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. So I mean, I can only imagine how inundated he got. So I mean, he's he's probably thinking about something. They especially were ahead. Of, hmm? Yeah, they were ahead of their time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, that's most that. definitely. That was. I would. I wouldn't be. I wonder if that was the only V three that got released that year. I'm curious. Was it 2016? He said 2016. Yeah, that was yeah. 2016. Yeah, that was probably that was probably. Oh uh, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Because because V4s. When did V4s drop? Uh, those were. I want to say. Oh man, I want to say 2016. Because yeah, we had V4. Well, when the so when the New Balance store opened in no November of 2016, we had V4. It was like just established already. Mm. Yeah. So it had to be probably February of that year, I'd guess then. Yeah. But I'm not even, I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Jeez. I want to say Boston Marathon V3 was that year, but it could be like older and I'm just totally way off. Yeah. It, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like that pair was like concepts had gotten the tail end of the V3. <laughs> that was it. Could be. Yeah. They could have had just extra materials. Let's throw them together. You never know. Yeah, it was only a hundred pairs, so yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Celebrate the end of the V three goes out in a bang, right? There we yeah. go, hundred pairs of concepts. Woo. <laughs> I need a pair. I still need a pair. Oh, I, I would looked? definitely take a pair if I could get a pair of those right now. Yeah, definitely. Have you looked since that posted? Absolutely. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't because I know there's no way. <laughs> there's nothing out there. There's, there's nothing no out. Way. It's like not even a hundred pairs. So it's like, yeah, nothing. It's not gonna happen. So <laughs> you never know. I've come across rare pairs and just been stunned. I mean, if it's on stock X or you know, the corners, the deep dark, dark recesses of eBay, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Like, people tag things wrong. I mean, it's so funny how these things can get found and discovered. I mean, I really don't want to go into Facebook, but it's just like making it's like it's like these Facebook groups are tempting me to go back onto Facebook. They're mostly, oh, it can be so tough to find things on those though. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully they do something by the end of the year. Yeah. I, I, I need a, I need at least, at least one more V3, but I would prefer two more V3s before the end of the year. We'll see what happens. Oh, you're going to get those. You're going to get those. <laughs> I can tell you right now. They're not going to be, I mean, not collabs, probably a GR. Do you see me only getting collabs? No. <laughs> I think red tag is the red tag version is the only one that I'm going to 
probably realistically be able to grab by the end of the year. Oh, I thought those were coming out next year. No, it's 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 Q4. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I will definitely then, be going for a pair of those. Hopefully, and then I think the V4. Enough. I think the V4 is Q1. I don't need any V4s. No, thank you. I already, got, I, I already got like two or three V4s, so I don't need another one. I got the final V4. Why would I need this other one? Please, I got the best one. <laughs> At least in my opinion, you know, it even says 990 V4. On the area where it just normally says 990, it actually says V4 on it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any V4, so I'm going to need one. Ah, well, that's a different story. Yeah. You know, that, that's another thing, little detail I like about the double taps is that they, they, I liked how they moved the USA from the back panel to the side. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, yeah. You know, like where they, where other 990s put 990. They put USA. So I yeah, that's pretty, cool. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Because I don't think the V2 has 990 there normally. So, no. Except on the tongue. The only, that's the only place where there's a 990 on the V2. So I thought seeing USA in the place where like the V3 to V5 has 990, I was like, oh, that's cool. Nice little detail there. They just yeah. shifted. <laughs> definitely, definitely a cool detail. Um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> well, my computer's really gonna die. So, um, I appreciate you guys jumping on. Sure. Um, we gotta do it again, obviously. You know, always happy to chat. Cool. You know, it, you know it's uh, of course, you know, you keep on missing me on the topics that I really want to chat on, but. Uh... <laughs> if you try to rotate, I'm trying to rotate. People. You know. You got to make sure because you've already passed me up over on the ALD uh, episode with Teddy. So when you get to the next episode, when you start talking about Teddy being the uh, creative director, once we get to 2022, you got to make sure I'm on that one. So, <laughs> All right, we'll do that. I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I put you on the next Teddy conversation. Exactly. That, that I need to be on it. <laughs> So you can fanboy out. <laughs> uh, you know, it's I it's I, I can fanboy about the early days. <laughs> pre pre ALD hype. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. All so right, guys. Nice. Yeah, have a good night, guys. Take care, man. Talking to you guys. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Next time.